And I came out and I loved them. Like when I put them on, they felt good. The fit was good. They were comfortable. It was a practical piece in the core colors. They were black and navy, navy with a black trim. And I thought, okay, well, they check all those boxes. Uh, I do need a pair of pants, trousers. And so then when I came out, you gave me your opinion. And they looked so good. Gus was actually trying to steal them. (laughs) Right. So to me, when she said, if you don't buy them, I'm going to buy them. I'm like, okay, these are a good purchase. That's a sign. And I love them. I ended up getting them. I thought they were very well priced. And I'm very happy with my thrift store purchase. I wanted to ask you because it's been, what, about 12 hours, 12 to 18 hours since we were there. Yeah. What are you thinking of the pants now? Because they're a little fashion forward. This brand is a little fashion forward. But what do you regret buying them? Are you happy with them? Hey, friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia and Puerto Rico, to be exact. And we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole, and welcome back to another Candid Conversation with us. Each week, we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hey, Kate. Hi, Nicole. We are back in the virtual world. Oh my goodness. I loved spending time with you so much. (laughs) I missed you so much. I wish we were back in Tokyo in our little suites hanging out. I have found myself just like going back and looking at pictures so many times. And it's so like the memories are so vivid. Like I can place myself back there so quickly. What an amazing trip. I can't believe we pulled it off. And I just, yeah, I keep saying, take me back, take me back. Yeah. (laughs) So friends, we're actually recording the intro to this episode with our special guest cast, which I'll get to a little more details in just a second. But as a heads up, we recorded this episode with Cass in person, the three of us during our mastermind in Japan. And we got so excited and so carried away with our conversation. We were positive that we'd be able to fit it all in, but we didn't get to our intro and outro. So we're actually recording this intro and outro after our chat, but the chat did in fact happen in person, which I'm sure there are going to be a few spots where you can probably tell. (laughs) Yes. Some little mic moments that they might, uh, you know, reveal we are not in our usual setting, but it's okay. Just persevere (laughs) through it. It was a great, great conversation. Yes. Yeah. So there was at, at one point we did actually have to start handing one mic between the three of us, but we're going to do as much cleanup as possible, make it a super enjoyable conversation to listen to. And we're so excited to share this experience with you. So a little bit of background on how this episode came to be. In July of 2022, we shared an episode on the podcast with a special guest and our third mastermind member, Cassandra Saty. And Cass runs a business called Next Level Wardrobe, a luxury personal styling service for professionals based in New York City and Los Angeles. And because of her expertise and love of style, we thought a girl's trip to Tokyo wouldn't be the same without a personal stylist experience. And what an experience it was. (laughs) 
so good. So good. I'm thinking now every time I travel, I have to look for someone on Airbnb who's a stylist and I'm going to do that in every city that I travel. I think it's great. Maybe not every city, but at least one city in, say, the country that I'm in. The Airbnb experiences are so cool. They're just like such an added value to the Airbnb experience to begin with. I love booking places on Airbnb, which we didn't do for this trip. And if you haven't listened to the episode that we recorded on our recap of this trip, definitely check that out. You'll hear all about our planning and how we booked the places that we booked and everything. But anyhow, for this personal stylist experience, we jumped on Airbnb, we checked out some of the experiences, and with Cass's help, we found exactly what we were looking for, a personal stylist to take us around the best shops in Tokyo, which if you've ever been to Tokyo, you know there are approximately 7 billion shops. And we got to go in Kate. It might be around. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. We got to go into some shops that I literally would have never even known they were shops. So today we're going to chat about that experience. And we are so excited that Cass is rejoining us on the podcast to share in this experience. So, Nicole, you ready to dive in? Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. We are so excited to have you on the mic again. Welcome back. Thank you. Excited to be here in person too. In person. The three of us are literally sitting around a table together right now, which is so cool. We made it happen. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't tuned in, actually, we just recorded an episode on how our planning went. So we did a recap of our trip and whether or not we hit all the marks. So if you haven't tuned into that, head back and listen to it for sure. But we are very excited to be here with a repeat guest, our first repeat guest ever, Cassandra Saiti. And we're so excited to be diving into our experience with a stylist here in Tokyo. So Cass, you had the awesome idea to meet up with a stylist. And as our listeners know, you're a stylist yourself. And so having this experience in Japan, Tokyo specifically, I know was something we were all really excited about. So Kind of, can you talk to us about like why this was something that interested you and kind of your process for how you envisioned this playing out? Yeah. So I love, first of all, I love Airbnb experiences. So whenever I travel, I look at what is available. And as I was scrolling through, I saw several stylists on there and then the light bulb went off and I thought, we have to do this because it would be so fun to do it together. And then from my perspective, I think it would be a really, really special experience. And so I researched and found an awesome stylist to work with. Yeah. Okay. So my Airbnb experience recommendation for us was like making ramen noodles. And (laughs) Cass was like, no. (laughs) Right. I was like, if we're going to choose between a food tour and a shopping tour, I'm definitely doing a stylist tour. Yeah. I got outvoted and it was decided that we would rather just eat the noodles than learn how to make them. (laughs) And that's saying something because Japan is known for food, right? Yeah. We, We have had a lot of amazing food experiences as well. But I actually think that this styling experience was super unique. It's not something that I would have personally ever like picked out to do. But knowing we were going to be here with you and Nicole and I have absolutely done our fair share of basically we should have had to book you through Airbnb experiences for like all the (laughs) shops and stuff you've taken us to. Um, But we had a lot of really cool shopping experiences on our own, like dipping into shops. Something that I noticed about our time is that we visited 
other places that I don't think any of us would have ever walked into. Um, so kind of talk about the experience from your perspective of what were you expecting and how do you think it played out? Like, so we go, we meet up with our guy and kind of like take us on the journey of what you expected versus what happened. Yeah. So I think, uh, before going into this, I only had my own experience to go off of and how we work with clients and our relationship with clients and the stylist that we hired didn't really know anything about us. Like he said, what is your style? And I just described it. And then he asked both of your styles and that was it. So what I expected was to visit stores, uh, to buy some stuff and just to discover like new neighborhoods and stuff. And I would say he delivered on all of that. I thought it was awesome where, um, and it really kind of stuck with me when we were walking with him within the first five minutes, like he could kind of read what we were into. And he did ask, but I think that's a special gift of a stylist to kind of look at you and know what your style is and know what you're about. And I thought he did that. And he would check in with us like after one or two shops and just say, is this a direction like you guys want to go in, which I thought was very nice. Um, so I thought the experience lived up to the expectations. Uh, one thing I would have loved is just to learn more about the brands, like the story behind them. I, I'm assuming not everyone wants that though, like his other clients may not want that, but I find it super interesting to hear all of that. So that would have been nice. But overall, I thought he delivered. Yeah. Nicole, what did you think of the experience? I loved it. I thought Keisuke, that was our yeah. stylist. Keisuke, uh -huh. He was very friendly, very professional. I do think he was a little bit starstruck by you, though. I think so, uh, too. He was like a stylist from L.A. No. <laughs> yeah, I think he checked out your Instagram and he's like, oh, she's the real deal. Yeah, here. big deal. <laughs> Celebrity style. So he was sweet. He was nervous and, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, no, he was great. He was very helpful. I know this. I noticed that when we were trying on things in different fitting rooms, he was trying to, you know, make sure that he attended to all of us and gave his input and, um, you know, helped us with the buying purchase. Oh, yeah. I think what I really liked about him is I had no idea what to expect because I've never worked with a stylist before. So outside of my time with you, like walking through stores and asking you for tips, I had no idea what to expect at all. But I totally agree that he was very attentive in like a non-aggressive way it, what you said about like you could just tell he knew what he was doing and he did it in a very comfortable way for everyone involved yeah and I did ask him I just find I found him really interesting just mm -hmm. because he has a Japanese or Asian perspective on style and I just find it so different here versus America so I did ask him who are your typical clients and he said a good portion are Americans and stuff. And so he likes to take them around. He has stores that he goes to. But yeah, I as much as he was like asking me questions, I wanted to sit down and have a coffee with him and ask yeah. him a lot of questions <laughs> as well. Yeah. And he seemed very open to it, too. Like he was happy to chat and answer questions and everything. So did you ask him, actually, does he ever work with other stylists or was that kind of like a first time thing for him? 
I think it was a first time thing. Uh, he, so he asked like what type of clients we work with, um, at next level wardrobe. And so I was sharing that with him. He may do like more editorial or not red carpet, but kind of events dressing. So there's so many different types of styling. And so when I told him, you know, we work with professionals like CEOs and executives, um, all across the spectrum. And he's like, Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But he said, yeah, he likes to work with, um, international clients that come and they just don't know where to go. Right. All the neighborhoods and all the boutiques. So he really specializes in kind of curating these experiences for them. That blew me away about the area that we were in. So we were in like the Harajuku area as a whole, but then he was able, there must be a thousand shops in that area. There are so many stores. I've never seen so many stores. And you're kind of like twisting and turning down little alleyways and streets that look like they're maybe residential, maybe commercial, maybe both. And again, back to what I was saying before, I was really impressed by the experience as a whole because I think it brought us down streets and into areas that we wouldn't have gone on our own. So to your point, it was really cool to have somebody who knew the area who could take us into these shops. We visited four or five shops. Yeah, about. Uh Okay, so he works with a lot of Americans and... As we know from walking around here, and I'm sure even people who haven't visited Japan or Tokyo, um, the style is very different, right? So what I mean, you were expecting that, right? You knew the style was going to be different here. What are kind of your thoughts on the style here? Yeah, I feel like a kid in a candy store, just kind of like soaking it all up. And yesterday, uh, we had the choice of you know, staying together and going to a park or going shopping. I was like, I'm going to go shopping some more and just walk around just because I feel like I want to soak it all in. So the first thing that I notice is they wear a lot of skirts here, the women. And it's so funny because I think t- back to how we style our American clients and it is hardly any skirts hardly anyone requests them i don't really wear skirts do either of you wear skirts i love skirts but they're just not practical and i just find myself in pants most of the time yeah i'm either in like jeans or dresses yeah and that's what we find with our american clients so i thought that was really interesting so i'm getting a lot of inspiration on how to style skirts and all the different types Uh, The second thing I noticed was just the proportion. So a lot of wide leg pants, a lot of wide leg pants with pleats, very aggressive pleats as Nicole tried on. (laughs) Oh my goodness. The first pair of pants that I picked up. Would you describe them as clown pants? No, not at all. A Silas probably wouldn't do no. that. There you go. That's why we bring in the resident expert. That's why we bring an expert. Are these clownish? They were really cool. I know. Trust me to pick up like a real state. It, they didn't look like they would be that aggressive. How would you describe them? They were high-waisted, a heavy wool material. And I think they had double pleats on both sides. And they were cropped, I think. And they went, they went from like a, um, wide, like hip area down to like a very narrow ankle. Tapered right leg. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all about the hips in those pants, extra hips. They they looked really good on you. I mean, they were, um, I think in the end we described them as a major statement piece 
And they were that. Yes. Yes. They, they did not end up in a shopping bag of Nicole's. Let's just say that. <laughs> and that's the thing. It was actually really eye opening to me because I'm usually the one giving advice and saying, do this and try this on and wear it like this. And so to be on the other side of it, and having both of you give your input and him as well was really interesting. You kind of feel very vulnerable. You're like, oh, okay, I, I am going to like go out of the fitting room and what are they going to say and all this stuff. And so it was good perspective for me to experience that just so I could be even more empathetic to clients mm, too. That's such a great point. Yeah. I think, I feel like that's no matter what industry you're in, like you should always put yourself in the shoes of your clients. So you feel what that feels like. But man, I did not see you put on one thing yesterday that wasn't like absolutely stunning on you. Yeah. My credit card is, is shaking. <laughs> <laughs> So talk about like some of the pieces that you found and why you were attracted to them. What made you like take out the credit card and decide to buy them? And I want to know too, like, what are you going to wear these things for? Yeah. So I, I know what is in my closet and I think that's super, super important. So I actually kept a note in my phone of, okay, you need black pants and you need a new top blouses, et cetera. So I had that. And then as I go along into the stores, I do kind of do a run through to see what they have. But the pieces that I bought in particular, I've seen I see a lot of product in the US and I know I could not find it over mm. there. And it's very different. Um, the textures, the colors, the proportions, it's just so beautiful and like knockout pieces. I'm like, okay, this is like completely worth it to me. Knockout pieces is a great way to put it because I we haven't even seen all your purchases because as you said, oh, Nicole, did you get the sneak preview? Yes. When you were taking a shower last night, I made her take everything out. Oh, is it all packed already? Oh. We will do a fashion show after this. Podcast. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I can't wait. It was stunning, stunning pieces. Yeah. They got yeah. my seal of approval anyway. Now I need Kate's. I need Kate's. I mean, these are so many great tips. I hope those tuning in who are like into style or could maybe use a closet edit, which if you can use a closet edit, which you probably can, then you have to immediately start following Cash. She has so many incredible tips around this. And even just talking about, I don't often go shopping with like a specific thing in mind. I just kind of go and look. And if I like something, I get it, which is probably not a great idea. If you go like super intentional about what you're looking for, the type of style or like a black pant, like you said, um, it makes the process so much easier and more enjoyable, right? Yeah, absolutely. And a good example is the first store we went to with the stylist there, the pleated pants I ended up buying. They came in all these colors. And of course, you know, my core colors and they came in gray and navy and black. And I already know that I have a lot of great navy pants and gray pants. And I typically would have been drawn to that and bought that. But I ended up buying, it's like a rose colored pant, kind of like this dusty rose, which is kind of not the norm for me, but I know I don't have it. So I felt confident buying it. Such a pretty color. Those pants were like my fave, along with that really unique skirt. And I don't even know what you would call that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, the boob dress. That's a good way to describe it. It kind of had like these detachable boob patches (laughs) to like a, yeah. To like a super high-waisted skirt that just was beautiful, which you did not end up purchasing. So I want to know like why you decided not to buy certain pieces. Yeah, so there was actually a handful of pieces yesterday that I tried on. And I love to different degrees, but I think I thought about my lifestyle back in America. I thought about what's coming up on the horizon and they just weren't worth it. To me, I think if my life was a little different in terms of formality, I could have invested in it. And so I have pictures of most things, so I can remember them that way. But I feel good, like, not buying them. Yeah, I think maybe a good example of that, and I'm making an assumption here, when we were at the thrift stores, there are so many thrift stores here in Tokyo, but all around Japan. I mean, we went, what was the area called where we went, where it's like a ton of thrift shops? Koenji. Koenji, yeah. But like bougie thrift stores, like high label luxury brands. Yeah. So you tried on a piece at a thrift store that was like a long white blouse, and then it kind of had like this black... um corset almost that kind of went with it so was that a piece because that was a stunning piece so beautiful but were you kind of like what would I wear this for yeah I did think about that and then I don't know I just was like I was on the fence yeah and I think that's the thing to remember like if you're on the fence you don't have to buy it then and you don't have to close the door completely like I may go back and get it Mm -hmm. because I've also shown the both of you you both saw in person I showed my husband and then my team and everyone's like (laughs) Uh, for now I just kind of want to think about it because it will get limited wear yeah I think that is also like impulse buying is I think a really do you see that with a lot of your clients yeah and like nobody wants to feel that way about having something I've done this so many times I have something in my closet the tags are still on it I've never worn it like better to have a think on it right yes exactly this piece is from one of my favorite designers though Sakai by the way if you don't know Sakai and it is so it's so unique like I have just never seen anything like it so I may it's kind of like a collector's item Mm. in a way but I will think about it and then if I decide to go back yeah okay so another tip thinking about your purchases not feeling like you have to buy right away no impulse buys However, there are buys that are just like either immediately a hell yeah or a hell no. And Nicole, you had a hell yeah experience yesterday. Tell us more. I did. (laughs) So as you know, I was intent on finding something really quality, like a quality piece at a thrift store. And the thrift store that he ended up taking us to was pretty good. It had some good options. And I just randomly picked up a pair of pants, trousers. Mm -hmm. I think you guys say pants and they're like underpants, whereas we say pants (laughs) and trousers. Okay. (laughs) So I picked up a pair of trousers and you were next to me and you said, oh, yeah, they're good. And it was that. Hi, too. Yes. Right. This label that I did not know, but, you know, I've got the expert next to me. So she said, try them on and they fit, which I was very happy about. because things tend to be quite small here in Japan in general. 
then I came out and I loved them. Like when I put them on, they felt good. The fit was good. They were comfortable. It was a practical piece in the core colors. They were black and navy, navy with a black trim. And I thought, okay, well, they check all those boxes. Uh, I do need a pair of pants. And so then when I came out, you gave me your opinion. And they looked so good. Cass was actually trying to steal them. (laughs) Right. So to me, when she said, if you don't buy them, I'm going to buy them. I'm like, okay, these are a good purchase. That's a sign. And I love them. I ended up getting them. I thought they were very well priced. And I'm very happy with my thrift store purchase. I wanted to ask you because it's been, what, about 12 hours, 12 to 18 hours since we were there. Yeah. What are you thinking of the pants now? Because they're a little fashion forward. This brand is a little fashion forward. But what... Do you regret buying them? Are you happy with them? What do you think? Okay. So when you say fashion forward, can you just explain what that means? So fashion forward, Sakai is fashion forward because of all the textures of the fabric that they use, the silhouettes, the proportions. So these were a wider pant that you had. They were high-waisted too. They're not like a skinny jean, like most people are comfortable with. Okay. That's a good point. Um, hmm, I suppose it depends then on your preference because I'm less comfortable with a skinny jean. Mm. I've always liked a wide leg pant. And given the fact that my first thing that I pulled off the rack was the statement pant or the clown pant, as I referred to it, I tend to probably go to those pieces anyway. Like I do like pieces that stand out, but then the problem is matching them later on and making sure that I wear them and get enough wear out of them. I'm really happy with them because I was wearing like a little gray t-shirt with them. And you said you could match them with that, right? And that would make it a more traditional, what did you say? Okay. So if I just match them with a very simple gray t-shirt with a fashion forward bottom, then it would be a bit more classic. But if I wore a statement or a more fashion forward top, then the whole outfit is more. It's all about um, proportion. And I think that's why I find Japanese style so interesting because they play with a lot of proportion. So proportion meaning if you wear what is balance to the eye. So if you wear a skinny pant, typically someone will wear maybe like a skinny top. So it's proportioned. Uh, the Japanese play with a lot of wider silhouettes on the bottom and then wider on the top too. And so these pants, Nicole asked some very good questions after she purchased the pants, like, you know, what type of coat would I wear with this? Um, what other tops could I wear with this? And those are all really good questions because you love the pant, but now you just need some outfit ideas. And we typically find that with our clients as well. Like they see one piece and while me and my team can see the vision for that piece, clients can't. And so I know you'll be able to put together amazing outfits with that one pair of pants too. That's it. Yeah. That's the thing. I think we end up not wearing things because we don't know how to match them. And that's where obviously a stylist comes in. And I think just overall, the experience of going with Keisuke or any, or going with any stylist, like can help you save so much time. Like you could be traipsing through all these stores, all these items look good, all, you know, the shops look great and it's overwhelming. And I think overall, like the fact that we had him to guide us and to simplify the process, of course, you have to have a list with you. That's one of the things that I take away. Like I always now have at least like I know what I'm looking for so that I'm not just going to pick up something random. 
Yeah, I, I loved being kind of, I felt like a fly on the wall a little bit, like especially in the thrift store. I found this like very oversized scarf that had pockets that looked pretty cool that I really loved. But again, going back to practicality, it was really tough for me in these stores to picture myself wearing these styles in Puerto Rico specifically. But hearing your guys's conversation, Nicole, you trying on the pants, loving them, then having Cass's input about like how to style them, what shoes would you wear with them? Because I know in my experience too, a lot of the times if I just find a single piece, then I'm like, I don't know what shoes to wear with this. I don't know what kind of top to wear with this. I'm just not going to get it. And you probably miss out on a lot of awesome style because of that. So one more thing that I noticed that I just want your quick feedback on Cass and especially because you purchased a few of these pieces is they have a lot of sets here. A lot of things are like a top and a bottom, which you don't typically, I don't know, unless you're looking at career wear and it's like a pantsuit, you don't really see a lot of that in the States. And I noticed that in the stores here, a lot of the casual wear seemed to be that way. So can you tell us maybe about one of your favorite set purchases and kind of your thoughts on is that unique or maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I would say it's coming to the States. It's not quite there yet um, like it is here in Japan. But yeah, I would say across the board from formal sets to business casual to casual, there is just like a lot of coordinating sets here. And I personally love sets because you can wear them together. So easy outfit creation, or you can break them up and wear them with other pieces because I know all of you have the next level wardrobe style system in your closet. So you can easily create outfits with them. And so So the sets that I purchased are so unique. Like I actually love every single one of them. I think the first one that took my breath away when I saw it and tried it on was the Navy one at chaos. Did you guys see that in person? Well, we saw the outfit in person, not on you. Oh, okay. Okay. Fashion show after this podcast then. But when I put it on, it was just perfect. Like I could envision myself in it. The color was beautiful. I don't have anything in my closet like it. And I could see immediately how to dress it down with like jeans or even linen pants, stuff like that. So that was kind of a no brainer purchase. But yes, there are tons of sets here. Tons. Yeah. What a unique style experience overall. I had the best time shopping with you ladies. It was so much fun to be with other people who, especially for me, it's very difficult for me to get outside of my style zone, um, my comfort zone. I tend to go black, white, cotton tops, jeans on bottom. So it was really fun to kind of get outside of my comfort zone. And even some of the pieces that I tried on was really fun. And I give Keisuke two thumbs up. I think you both feel the same. Yes, I'm getting nods. <laughs> so if you happen to be coming to Tokyo and you want to have a style experience, we'll link up that Airbnb experience. We're also going to include links to Next Level Wardrobe so you guys can get all the amazing tips from Cass. If you're not following her already, you definitely should be. And Nicole, close us out. Yeah, I gave him five stars. I think he was great and would definitely repeat this experience. And um, I just want to have you in, you know, by my side in every shopping experience, but I know that's not possible. So when I travel, and I'm sure when the both of you travel, you want to learn about the culture. And so that's everything from food to parks to restaurants. I mean, anything and everything, right? And style is a big part 
of these cultures. And so to spend, what was it, $50, as you mentioned, each to go out for two hours with a Japanese personal stylist so he can show you around and educate you on the stores and the products, I think is just so awesome. It's a different lens. It's a different way to look and approach different cultures and learn a lot about them too. Yeah, I'm such a huge fan of Airbnb experiences. It's funny when I was talking to my mom yesterday, I was telling her about our style experience and she's like, you guys are changing Airbnbs? Like, what's happening? I said, no, these are Airbnb experiences. <laughs> so if you are a traveler and you've never checked out Airbnb experiences, or even in your own hometown, it can be a cool way to like see different things in your hometown or um, have different experiences. They have a lot of really great to your point, very reasonably priced um, activities that you can go out and do with locals and really learn a lot about. That's a great point about the cultural aspect of it. So Cass, thank you so much for joining us again, sharing all your style tips throughout this trip. We owe you such a massive thank you for all of your knowledge and experience. And thanks so much for joining us on the podcast again. Thanks for having me. All right, friends. Well, as we close out today's chat on our personal stylist experience with our special guest, Cass Satie, we hope that you've picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. And friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time.